0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Talking Movies. I'm Max. I'm Tim. And we are talking about Ernest Scared Stupid while, for Halloween. While watching it. Yeah, we are at the uh, the Chestnut Street house. with uh, We've got kind of a live audience here for the first time. <laughs> we got all of our friends. We're watching Ernest Scared Stupid right now.
1: <laughs> if you're not here, you're not our friend.
0: Um, yeah, so this was a movie that I definitely, I grew up watching it, um, every Halloween. It was not anything that, uh, that Luke and I owned growing up, but it was one of those things that we'd rent, I feel like, you know, around Halloween, or maybe we'd borrow it from a friend or something like that. Um, and I always looked forward to watching it, and I hadn't seen it in, like, maybe over 20 years, I don't know. Uh... What about
1: you? Uh, Let's see. I rented it on VHS with my grandmother uh, from Stone's Pharmacy in Lake Luzerne. And uh, I feel like I watched it several times uh, as a child. Watching the movie, like, I can taste Cheetos while watching it because I remember I ate a bunch of Cheetos the first time I saw it. Um, But, yeah, I have fond memories. (laughs) What do you taste when you watch this movie? (laughs)
0: Uh, Miak, Miak, Bulgari- nice. what is it? Bulgarian
1: Miak? I kind of... What is Miak exactly? I should have looked. I have up. no idea, but I'm it curious. Comes into play in this movie. Um, now, since the movie is playing, should we talk about stuff like as it's happening, or should we just... <laughs>
0: well, we can kind of jump around, you know, because
1: okay, because right now we've got one of these like Rube Goldberg type contraptions. Uh, that uh, Ernest is using as a as a garbage man to help clean things up. And I remember this being sort of like a running gag in the Ernest movies that he would make these very overcomplicated contraptions that actually made things more difficult. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's just more of an observation on my part.
0: Well, like, when you were a kid, were you like actually like an Ernest fan? Yes. Did you like fuck yes. Yeah, I was too. I liked the Ernest movies. And I don't know the, the the kind of character that Ernest is. There isn't really like a lot of um, like what's the modern day equivalent of Ernest? Because like kids growing up these days, they don't are they watching Ernest or like are they watching somebody else? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think I don't <laughs> think that there is. It's sort of I don't know. But it felt like in the in the '90s, I don't know. Like there were things like Ernest. Yeah, there was like-, like weird sort of character. Actors yeah. that would kind of just show up in all these different things.
1: And like the timing of it was like I was, I kind of grew out of Ernest right as I grew into Poly Shore.
0: I was never, I never watched any Poly Shore movies. I'm I don't sorry. even really know who Poly Shore is. Oh, Poly
1: Shore was great in his time. Encino Man, son in law.
0: Yeah, there's like Encino Man. I guess I've seen some of that, yeah. but you know.
1: Because he always played variations on a character, but it was. I don't know. Um, see, I never saw the first. Ernest movie, Uh, Ernest Goes to Camp, I never actually saw until just a few years ago, and I hated it, and I wish I'd seen it as a child, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more, Um, but the other ones, like Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Saves Christmas, Ernest Scared
0: Stupid, I watched like a lot growing up. Yeah, I think um, there were some like, yeah, Ernest Goes to Jail, I think Luke and I would rent regularly at our grandmother's house. I don't think we ever actually owned any of the Ernest movies. They were always just rentals. They were just like the perfect kind of like quintessential rental movie. Yeah,
1: the DVD version of Ernest Goes to Jail is uh, edited. They, I guess they cut out like the ending, like where it resolves like the plot and stuff. And they also cut out the scene where Ernest has sex. What? Because there's like a, he's in prison, there's a conjugal visit. No way, what? (laughs) And, like, he doesn't really understand what's happening. Like, he's being led into this trailer, <laughs> and he's like, what's a conjugal? And the guard just kind of, like, pushes him in, and it's, like, he's basically Ernest. <laughs> like, they're forcing him to have a conjugal visit? Yeah, it's, like, Ernest is, like, raped in that movie. But, I mean, at the he seems okay with it in the end, but there, he seemed really scared at the beginning.
0: You're saying that that was a part of the original video version of
1: the one growing up i taped it off tv that's the one i would watch all the time and that scene was in there and then the dvd version they cut that out and i don't i don't know why
0: that's weird i have no recollection of that at all but anyway scared stupid was always um kind of one of my favorites of the of the earth it was probably my favorite growing up i think yeah, um, Because it was had the whole Halloween vibe, it was like, you know, it felt more special. Well, there was Save's Christmas. That was a classic, too. Mm. Um, and I watched that one a couple of years ago, and I thought it was pretty bad. And it was kind of unfortunate, because that was one that I always enjoyed watching around Christmas time, and it really let me down uh, when I was older, coming back to it. So coming into Scared Stupid, I was kind of afraid that I was, you know, really not that I was really gonna hate it, but you know, for the most part it's uh it's it's kind of a it's kind of a fun cartoony version of, of the real world, you know? It's like well it's not the real world at all. It's just I I like uh I liked it. I thought it was it was fun, it was very nostalgic.
1: I think one thing that really works about this movie is that if you were to replace the character of Ernest with just like a normal person, you would have like a pretty decent like horror movie for kids. you know I mean, like if you just follow like the horror part of the story, <laughs> I feel it like, I feel like it uh it holds up without his antics,
0: yeah, his antics are kind of secondary to anything that's going on <laughs> in that way, it's kind of weird, because it's like he's not really adding anything to. Like you know, all of his kind of nonsense isn't really adding anything to the plot or the goings-on. He's just sort of like bumbling through this kind of standard, uh, you know, kid horror movie thing.
1: But it is it? I mean, it's important that they establish that the uh, like the protagonist is like a uh, I forget what they actually say, but you know, he's, he's pure. He has like the heart of a child and stuff. And...
0: Right. Right. What's it, yeah? What's weird about this movie is like we the movie opens with like a flashback to what, like the 1800s or something. And it's like Ernest's like great, great grandfather who like banished this troll under this tree. And we find out that like the troll essentially like cursed his bloodline to be like, to grow stupider and stupider. So in a lot of ways, this is like the earnest origin story of like why he's so <laughs> dumb is because of this troll. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's like really weird. And
1: it's like the opening is like, it's like a variation on uh, like the Mario Bava film uh Black Sunday. Yeah. Or like yeah, yeah. um or Roger Cormans The Haunted Palace, that was based on uh Lovecraft's uh The Case of Charles Dexter Ward. Where just like you see like you know, it's it's like a fla- not a flashback I guess because it starts that way but mm-hmm. You know, it's like a little prologue in olden times which basically explains like a curse that uh follows through in the present it's it's hard to not talk about eartha kit right now because i'm seeing seeing her
0: and (laughs) and, you know of any of everybody in this movie she really like i i'm i was impressed with her because it doesn't feel like she's a part of like a kids movie necessarily she's bringing she's really giving it her all and i think like uh you know i i thought she was great (laughs) <laughs> you might be able to hear her scream. Okay, this is the shot right now. We're watching this movie. There's a little girl, and she's wearing a red turtleneck, and on the collar it says duckhead. And when I first saw it, I thought it said dickhead, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Why are they dressing this young girl in a shirt that says dickhead?
1: I'm seeing now why I didn't notice it before. We're watching this on a much better TV than I have, um, and it is very small, uh, the print, so... But yeah, so Duckhead apparently is like a southern based. It's an actual clothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Which we Yanks apparently were not privy to.
0: (laughs) But this movie is just like, I don't know. There's just something so nostalgic about like seeing these kids and they're building this like really cool like tree house. And there's like, you know, like the neighborhood bullies. It's sort of like, I don't know. It's the world that like when you're a kid you wish you were like living in, you know? Where like everything was like. Where the world is like built around, like the laws of, of physics are like built around like kids' view.
1: I feel weird saying this, but like the the bully with the mullet, like it's it's. I feel like I'm picking on him because he's like a child actor, but it's like maybe the worst performance in this movie. <laughs> like I get he's just a kid, but he's a horrible kid.
0: No, yeah, I mean I would definitely <laughs> agree. He every line delivery is kind of just like weak, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: The but like the main guy the main or the main kid, like our our uh, our child protagonist, he has a Hauk face, right? Hauk face. A Hauk face, like a Matt Hauk face. Like he looks like he could be like the a relative of like Matt Hauk. Oh, you or, know, like little guy. I mean, I'm looking
0: at him right now. Yeah, I can see a little bit of little guy in him. Yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense
1: for you listeners who don't like know us. <laughs> uh, it's the, the the actor who played the. Uh, the mask maniac in the movie lake nowhere if you ever see him without the mask uh he looks kind of like the little kid from ernest scared stupid
0: yeah i i, I did not see matt hawk in him but now that you mention it like i can see some of the i can see some genes i can imagine maybe he's like matt hawk's cousin another thing we're seeing
1: right now is um this interesting montage of ernest's multiple personalities
0: <laughs> which it happens uh, a few times in this movie, and it feels like it's just an excuse to shoehorn in like all these other sort of characters. Like, there's the old woman in the uh with the neck brace, which I remember is a part of um
1: Ernest goes to jail, Ernest
0: goes to jail, where he's in disguise, yeah. And that and it makes sense, it's motivated by the plot. These are just like randomly, we're just gonna be treated to like him, just like oh, he's dressed as Genghis Khan, oh, he's dressed as this old woman.
1: Well, he's telling it a... all right, so this doesn't really tie into the old woman, but I mean, he's telling this historical story and he's acting out. Mm-hmm. But like the ottomans and whatnot. But yeah, also with like the woman in the neck brace and the uh, and whoever that was, <laughs> the the woman in the floral print.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know. It's, he had to it's show. It's really weird. It feels like it's just shoehorned. Maybe it was just
1: Jim Varney being like, you know, I'm more than earnest, and I want them to know that. <laughs> Like the well, first time we hear Jim Varney's voice in this in this movie, it's not as Ernest, it's as his uh, like ancestor. And I think
0: he does a, a bang up job. You know, I'm watching this movie after not seeing like really any any Ernest thing in the last like 20 years. He is a great actor. Great. You'd say great? I th- I am like right. I wish I could see him in other stuff like and I'm, I mean I don't know what other what he did outside of Ernest. I know that like, he did the voice of, like, Slinky Dog in Toy Story, but, like, he's doing all... Like, he's really, like, uh, I don't know, so... Committed. Full-on committed. <laughs> and, yeah, he's doing Ernest, which is this very specific thing, but, I like, when you see all those little clips of him doing all these other things, like you said, like it's almost like he's trying to prove to the audience that, like, I can do more than just Ernest. Like, I can be... I can do other characters. I feel like it
1: was just shortly after this
0: movie that he... Um
1: He did play another kind of iconic character, but it wasn't too different because he in the um, the 90s movie of the Beverly Hillbillies, he played Jed Clampett, which and that that and Ernest were mostly what I knew him from growing up. Uh, I haven't really seen much else that he's done. There were he was on a few episodes of Roseanne as like this wealthy prince
0: as a wealthy, prince? Like a wealthy from, prince from some like foreign country yeah I
1: forget which European nation he was supposed to be from I want to say Marshovia but I feel like that's not I don't know but he still had kind of the southern accent
0: I don't know I I, I wish he was alive today so that like we could cast him in a movie because I think he could do st- I don't know I think he could do cool stuff yeah I mean, and the
1: people who grew up on his movies are making movies now, and they would have appreciated him more than maybe the the filmmakers he was working with back then.
0: Yeah, who were just kind of dismissive of him as being... Because he spun out of, like, commercials, right? Like, he his whole character of Ernest P. Worrell was, like, originally, like, a commercial, like, salesman?
1: Yeah, John Cherry, who directed all the Ernest movies, created the character of Ernest for these commercials. And they did, like, thousands of them, and there's, like, collections of them available...
0: So what um, like what kind of like commercials would you do, like for like products like uh, I don't even I don't even know what you know, I've never what actually you sell. watched
1: one and they're all over the internet <laughs> they're very available uh, just I don't know he was he was like the like Flo for Progressive
0: or something but it, it different would, it would be like as if like if, Fro, if Flo if from Progressive like had her own movie series.
1: Like when they gave the Geico caveman a TV show for like <laughs> a week or two. Do you? Remember? I never yeah, actually watched it. I remember it, when that I... happened.
0: But it's like that's so weird that like they'd be like, "Oh, those guy, Ga- those Geico cavemen are really uh, popular. What could we do with them?" It's just strange that it would be like it's essentially like a Geico TV show at that point. But with Ernest, like he was he was selling all kinds of different products. Yeah. Yeah, that's that Honestly. is weird. <laughs> you know he was very earnest about it. He was, very, he was selling them very earnestly, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how so? How many earnest movies were there? There were at least like, like fifteen or something, right?
1: Well, theatrically there was Ernest Goes to Camp, uh, Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Saves Christmas, Ernest Scared
0: Stupid. Ernest goes to die. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest goes. <laughs> Ernest goes to die. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 okay. Or Ernest goes to Thai, like he goes to Thailand. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or er- Ernest goes to die. <laughs>
1: that's Joel Barlow chiming in.
0: <laughs> I like that. Ernest goes to die. Like, if, if Jim Varney were alive today, it would be amazing if he could, like, yeah, if there was, like, one last Ernest movie where it was, like, Ernest goes to die, and it's, like, you know, it's the final Ernest story. Like, Ernest goes to hell, you know? <laughs>
1: But yes, yeah, so there were like four theatrical ones, <laughs> and then Ernest Scared Too But it was the last one to be released in theaters. After this, they were all direct to video.
0: Uh, I find it one, hard to believe that any of these were released money. in the theater. Like, I don't remember that at all. I mean, well, this came out in 1981, so I was pretty young at the time. But like, so my own, only Ernest experience was on video. But like, it. I don't know. I mean, imagining this character who came from like a commercial, being like, oh, now there's like five movies in the theater like that's crazy i just can't imagine anything like that happening today so weird
1: i keep getting distracted by the movie eartha Kitt reminds me of my sister in this movie this is the character she's playing
0: i don't know if that's supposed to be a uh, (laughs) compliment or or what but uh, in what way does she remind you of your sister
1: she's all right so like when we were like little kids and we would just be like playing with the camcorder like that's the kind of character she would usually play like a like i'm a crazy old witch ah like i don't know gotcha gotcha yeah. <laughs> eartha kid is really fucking great in this
0: no yeah she really uh i don't know she brings like a a weight to it in a way yeah, yeah I, I
1: mostly just know her from this and as Catwoman.
0: Right. I only really know her as Catwoman from the, from the Batman uh, TV show starring Adam West back in the 60s. Um, and what's what's funny is, like, the opening credits of this movie, Ernest Scared Stupid, remind me of the opening credit sequence from Batman the movie. Where, where like, where, like a spotlight going across. Where, the, where like, there's, like, the colored lights, you know, yeah. the spotlight going across, which, uh, with, you know, like, Batman and Robin and all the various casts sort of, like, looking over at the camera, like, sort of shocked... <laughs> Uh, yeah, this movie has a similar kind of sequence with Ernest.
1: And it sets the tone well because, it, you know, it's intercut with... It's like Ernest looking all scared and confused, intercut with clips from old horror movies. And with the exception of the original Nosferatu, they're mostly, like, just cheesy, fun horror movies. Yeah. And it's basically just announcing,
0: like, this is going to be a cheesy, fun time. Yeah, don't, time. like, you know, take this as, like, you know, like a... Don't take it seriously. Yeah, don't yeah. take it seriously. It's just but supposed it is, to be fun. it might be
2: film. serious. <laughs> Joel, so were
0: <laughs> were you uh were you scarred by Ernest Scare Stupid when you were a kid? Did you take Maybe. it seriously? I, I, I think so. Did you watch this movie when you were a kid? I definitely watched this movie. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna comment. <laughs> <laughs> I could see
1: Sorry. I could see very small children <laughs> being I very upset by
0: this. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's all- well, you know, the troll the troll is very I can't imagine a kid being very uh, you know, frightened by the troll. And he's
1: gonna he's gonna come into your room and turn you into a wooden doll.
0: Okay, yeah. The scene where <laughs> where the little girl is like in her bed and she's like scared of something under the underneath the bed. And she looks and there's nothing there and then she gets she rolls back over and then she opens her eyes and there's this troll laying next to her in the bed it is quite disturbing actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing else to (laughs) add to that.
0: Well, there is this weird kind of undercurrent here where, like, Ernest is just hanging around all these kids.
1: And all the parents are like, hey, stop hanging around Ernest. (laughs) Yeah, every one of the parents is like, what are you
0: doing in that garbage truck with Ernest? Like, like, get out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Don't (laughs) stop hanging around Ernest. And then my favorite part, actually, is when Ernest thinks he's captured the troll. Like, he set up this troll trap in a dumpster. Oh yeah, and he he shows up to the dumpster. The alarm goes off, and he's like, "Oh, I've caught the troll!" <laughs> and That's then your he,
2: earnest. <laughs> that's,
0: my, that's my lame earnest. Right. But anyway, so then he like so he thinks he's captured the troll. He has the troll in the back of the garbage truck, and then he goes to the police station, where there's a the father of the of the bullies. Yeah. who's there who's like my kids are missing my kids are missing You Sheriff you gotta go do something about this and the sheriff's like yeah yeah he's probably out it's just trick or treating or whatever then Ernest shows up and he's like I've got the troll in the back of my garbage truck and he's like alright open it up he opens it up and, <laughs> and the two kids are back there and they're like let me out let me out and I just imagine Ernest is driving around town with like two kids in this garbage <laughs> truck like he's just abducting kids off the street it's like really fucking weird <laughs> Yeah. It really and the, and the parents are just like, stop hanging around Ernest. Get out of there. What are you doing? Hanging out with this weird dude. And Ernest is like, no, I just like kids. You know, I've got the heart of a child. He's like Michael Jackson in that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the only person in this that I recognize besides Jim Barney and the Kitt is um, the main girl, the little girl from um, Third Rock from the Sun. Who was she in Third Rock from the Sun? She was, uh, she, like, was Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, like, girlfriend or female friend for a while. I didn't really watch that show very often. But, like, yeah, she was on a few seasons of that as, like, his
0: his lady friend. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't didn't recognize her. He
2: does get scared stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does, in,
0: in fact, get scared stupid. And that was actually a question. Okay, does Ernest himself get scared stupid, or did he... Scare somebody named Stupid, <laughs> as in, "Hey, hey, look at that! Ernest just scared Stupid." <laughs> is the, so, I don't know how to respond to what you just said. <laughs> is the troll's name Stupid, and he scared the troll? What well, does Ernest scare him? Yeah, I think he does in the very end when he when he destroys him. You know, I think he's the, pretty
1: scared. The troll just kind of goes with it though, because it's he's just he's destroyed by love. <laughs>
0: I know that was a question that uh, Steve Phelps posed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Phelps denies this. That was totally you, I heard you. No, that's I thought you. it was
1: not it was. Okay, he admits it. I wasn't saying I was asking that, I was just like when I was younger I would just feel more like you know, oh Ernest scared stupid
0: I was like <laughs> So who's stupid? <laughs> Now this okay, we're watching this scene right now where this this little kid who we don't even really know. We weren't even really introduced to this kid. He's wearing glasses. And he just falls in the He's a their cerveau. friend. And uh, yeah, I guess he's just a friend. He
1: helped build the treehouse with him. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're watching him get destroyed.
0: But it's just so I mean, I don't know, it's just so weak when he's trying to climb out of the out of the riverbank and he's sliding in the mud. And then the troll turns him into a like a little wooden figurine.
2: The troll, yeah, troll.
0: is yeah. pretty cool looking. He, he's got yeah. two noses, and I like whatever goop that they have. That's like you know in his like lips. It's pretty sweet.
1: Well, the the effects for this were done by the Chiodo brothers, who did Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
0: Right, and you can definitely tell like he's like whatever animatronics they got going on in his mouth. Like he's got good articulation. He's got good expressions very much in line with the uh, killer clowns from outer space.
1: Yeah, especially at the end when you've got, like, the other trolls, they almost look like, oh, we took the killer clown costumes and just repainted them a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I feel like if I was a sheriff and someone, like, came running in and said that they, like, you know they, they saw like a troll or some sort of monster and that like people were in danger like i might not believe there was a troll but i feel like it would st- i would still want to like investigate like okay well something is going on especially when children start disappearing <laughs> like this guy uh, i don't i don't know well i, like I
0: this mean guy. i don't know it is around halloween if you say like oh i saw a troll uh, i mean are you really gonna believe that somebody saw a troll
1: Or you might think, like, oh, the creepy guy who keeps hanging out with my kids, even though I keep telling him to stop hanging out with my kids, is
0: saying the kids are in danger. Like, maybe just put him away or something. I'll put him away, but I don't know. Do you think – this is something that crossed my mind. Do you think that this movie is sort of like – if the troll is sort of an allegory for Ernest himself, it's like Ernest's dark half? Because Ernest is the one who unleashes the troll. After hanging out, he hangs out with these kids in the woods all yeah. day. Builds this house, this builds this hideaway. All day with these kids, all day. And then at the end of the day, like the tr- he the, he unleashes the troll and starts abducting kids. Okay. So do you think that it's sort of like I mean Ernest is like you know he's like I, I did something bad and the troll came out and now the kids are uh, in danger. Uh, yeah. Like he, the like, troll is within him.
1: Like he, he knows was, it's it's
0: yeah Leland and Bob. It's a Leland Bob situation for sure, I think, where the troll is, is Ernest and, er- and he's, you know, he's driving around in a fucking dump truck, abducting kids. <laughs> Sorry. The, doing, I like the,
1: the cop does like pull his gun out when Ernest thinks he has the troll caught. Like he comes so close to blowing those small children's brains out. Like <laughs> in a different movie that might've happened, but that, uh yeah
0: <laughs> I think it's weird that the uh, the troll has the ability to like imitate other people's voices randomly like for some reason it can like well because okay, first example of the, the the connection between this troll and Ernest is like when that first kid is turned into uh, wood. Yeah, he's struggling to get out of the out of the out of the stream, and he hears Ernest's voice say, "Hey, I, I'll help you out, or whatever." And he's like, "Oh, thanks, Ernest." And then he looks up, and it's not Ernest; it's the troll. Yeah. Ernest the troll? is the troll. Yeah, because
1: every other time yeah, when he takes somebody's voice, it's like the voice of somebody who the troll has turned into wood. Mm-hmm. Like when he does like the little girl's voice, it's because like he's already got that girl's. Soul, I guess, is what's happening. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that's. Oh, you made it. You made this movie so much more disturbing.
0: Yeah, I I think it is kind of fucked up. So that
1: scene kind (laughs) of reminds me, like, when that first kid with the glasses, when he gets it, it's kind of like in uh, Fulci's Don't Torture a Duckling, when, like, the kid is. You know, he's sneaking around in the rain and he's all scared because he thinks there's like a guy after him. And he turns around and faces the camera and he's relieved because it's like, oh, this guy, I know this guy. And then whoever that guy is ends up killing that kid.
2: Mm. And
1: then that movie's also got some creepiness to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's essentially what happens here. You know, you put your trust in earnest and you get fucking abducted, turned to wood. So what.
1: So in that scenario, Eartha Kitt's character... I don't know. (laughs) Like, she's trying to protect the children, but, like, would she be, like...
0: I don't know. It's hard
1: to formulate these thoughts while watching Ernest run around town with a megaphone.
0: (laughs) But she's the one who's telling Ernest, like, you know, like, don't unleash the troll. Yeah. You know, like so she knows like Ernest's dark sensibilities. She knows what Ernest is up to. She's well, she, trying to prevent it.
1: She's had to deal with that uh that family's history.
0: Yeah, that's a weird thing in the end. Okay, so she lives in this house and she apparently has like, you know, she lives like kind of like a witch and she knows all this like secret history of this troll. And she has these wooden figurines from like 200 years ago or whatever from this from her ancestors who were the previous victims of the troll. Yeah. And then in the end, she's like, oh, the curse is about to be broken. You know, you're going to come back to life. And they do. So the, the kids come back to life. And they're from, like, last thing they know, they're from, like, 1800, whatever. And now all of a sudden they're in 1991. And the movie just kind of ends. What happened, What What's the what's the life for those kids? They're out of time. They're yeah, like, and it's... They refer to her as their sister, so... Yeah, are we supposed to think that she's, like, 200 years old? And they
1: immediately recognize her, like, how'd you get so old?
0: Yeah, like, she was really young. And I'm pretty sure at the beginning it says, like, 1800-something. Yeah. I guess she's just really super old. That's really weird. So what I'm saying here is, like, an earnest movie, it doesn't make sense.
1: (laughs) It's got to make sense somehow. We're just not thinking about it the right way.
0: As unbelievable as it sounds, you know earnest movies maybe don't make total logical sense. Now how do you feel about the uh,
1: the comic duo who uh, you know they try to profit from the uh,
0: the troll incident? Now my, if my memory serves, these guys show up in like all the earnest movies, right I don't know if they're in all of them I think they're in Ernest Saves Christmas at least
1: and they're in goes to jail. I think they're the security guards at the bank.
0: I think their scheme to make money off of the trolls doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, they're just taking pictures of the trolls. They think that the National Enquirer is going to, like, pay a lot of money for them. Which makes sense. Back then, in the 90s, there was, like, you know, there was, like, Bat Boy. was, like, a big thing. That was National Enquirer, right? I think that was Weekly World News. Weekly World News. Which was
1: more, like, they acknowledged that they were fake. I have, like, boxes of Weekly World News somewhere at my parents house <laughs> I used to read a lot of that stuff I didn't realize it was fake until like later I was a little kid I don't know
0: I mean th- there was a time when I thought that maybe Bat Boy was real I mean he's in a newspaper yeah the newspapers are real right and there's you see Bat Boy screeching you know on the front cover so their plan is to basically take pictures of these trolls at the end and then sell them to one of these tabloid newspapers make a whole bunch of money and they're like oh we're gonna have like troll action figures troll trading cards troll comic books and shit and I'm like I mean they could still do that they don't need the photos
1: yeah I mean I feel like this was around the time of trolls like the little guys with the hair that you squeeze their belly and their tongue stuck out and stuff
0: yeah the actual like troll dolls yeah Yeah. trolls were hot
1: yeah and the, I mean, this is just a few years after the movie is Troll and Troll Two.
0: <laughs> We're petering out. <laughs> Do you who played the who played the main the lead troll in this movie? What well, it it wasn't Warwick Davis, was it? Because the way that he runs around, it reminds me of Leprechaun. I'm which not is the sure. The only reason why, why I'm thinking maybe Warwick Davis.
1: I think it might have been Gary Oldman.
0: He is a very transformative actor. He's yeah. actually not wearing any makeup. Yeah, it's just he Gary just, Oldman being Gary Oldman. It's just a Oldman.
1: different expression on his face.
0: Yeah. It and makes it just, look like he has two noses. Yeah. It's very impressive.
1: Um, but yeah, I have no idea who played the Trolls. We're going to real quick. Eartha Kidd is very upset to see children with Ernest.
0: The Troll's name is Trantor.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: And he was played by somebody named Jonas Mascartolo.
1: Does he have a lot of, like, stuntman credits and stuff?
0: Um. Well, he only has three actor credits. He was Trantor in Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> he played Opa in Land of the Lost, the 1991-1982 Land of the Lost. That was only on for, like, a year? I guess wow. so. so I loved that like one. Uh, I don't know if he was a Dinosaur. He the character's name was Opa and then in 2004 in a movie called Fright Night or no Fight Night he played Napoleon oh that sounds like an interesting movie (laughs) but he was he's uh, 52 years old now he was born on my birthday so oh
2: you're
1: 52
0: I am 52 years
1: old yeah
0: now what's weird okay so there's essentially two lead kids here yeah there's the there's the little boy and the little girl yeah and then there's a pair of bullies yeah and then when they start building the treehouse there's randomly a third kid there wearing glasses who we mentioned before yeah who we don't i don't even know if they even say his name it's just kind of like they probably do but it's just kind of weird it's just sort of thrown in there but really we're following this like little boy and this little girl about halfway through the movie the little girl gets turned into wood yeah which I thought was kind of weird because I thought she was going to be like the main character, but it turned out to be this other little boy. Yeah,
1: it was an old, you know, Janet Lee switcheroo on you. Know. Yeah,
0: and I thought was what was kind of lame is like at the end when when the little boy finds out like oh no it's 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 not Miak that kills the trolls it's milk. He he gathers up some kids to go. They steal a bunch of milk from a from a convenience store, load up their sur- their super soakers with it, and then they fight off all the trolls in the end. I thought it was just kind of lame that it's like all those kids that are fighting off the trolls like are not any kids that we know. They're just random kids off the street.
1: I mean, we might have seen them like in the background of the the classroom. Yeah, but they're, they're just like in the, the background, you know, though. You know, or like, maybe like at the Halloween party. I just
0: feel like it would have been cooler if it was like the kids that we know from the beginning, and then they all have to like you know fight and like it, kind of like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wonder if uh, they, if like John Cherry had read it. When he was uh, writing this, he was like, oh, yeah, there's going to be these kids, and they're going to be building a fort, but then there's these bullies, and they're going to throw shit at them, and then there's monsters.
0: I mean, this came out in 1991. When so he might have just watched
1: the miniseries. <laughs> the miniseries was
0: 1990, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was right around that same time. John Cherry, by the name, or oh, by the way, <laughs> the name just, like, it. it I don't know. John Cherry it just feels like he's like a porn director but really he was the director of all the Ernest movies
1: yeah and he wrote he wrote them all too sometimes co-wrote them
0: (laughs) and it's yeah I mean you look at on on his IMDB and it seemed like it's pretty much all he did were just the Ernest movies well there was I guess there
1: was supposed to be a movie called like Ernest the Pirate and then Jim Varney died And he ended up just making, like, a pirate movie. Um, Like, it just sort of evolved into some other movie. I I don't really know much about that. He also did a Laurel and Hardy movie. But, you know, decades after Laurel and Hardy, it died. So he had, like, Bronson Pinchot as Laurel. And, like, the fat guy from the Ernest movies as Hardy. Mm. (laughs) I haven't seen that. I think it's called For the Love of Mummy.
0: Um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm curious about it. It's kind of like when the, uh, who was it? The Farley brothers made a, uh, three Stooges movie. Yeah. It's like, how can you really make a Laurel and Hardy movie without Laurel and Hardy? Or how can you make a three Stooges movie without the, the three Stooges? It's like, unless it's like, unless it's like a biopic, you know? Yeah. It's kind of just weird to be like, oh, we're just going to take those characters because they're so identified with who they are. And I mean watching this, I actually thought like, you know, in this age of like remakes and reboots and you know, every, everything, is there a world in which Ernest can come back? Can they recast Ernest as somebody else and like make new Ernest movies? Would anybody care?
1: Quick side note, what does the poster say that looks like Nukes on the block but it's not Nukes on the
0: block? I have no idea. Like,
1: there's, there's all these Dalmatians in this poster, and it says, like, new something on the something. And it's in the same font that New Kids on the Block used.
0: Well, if it's Dalmatians, maybe it's New Dog? New Dog. New,
1: new Dogs on the poster. New Dogs on know. the Block? I don't know. Maybe it'll show it in a um, Who would play Ernest? I don't know. Yeah, if they... Chris Cooper. Chris...
0: <laughs> Chris... I mean, he's kind of... I mean, I don't know. He's an old older actor right he's from uh what was he like american beauty and stuff
1: yeah and like adaptation and the muppets
0: right yep he was in the yeah in the muppets he was like the villain in that
1: yeah he may be too old so like um
0: no we're talking about like rebooting it you know with like a young hip actor like new Ernest, you know
1: well michael Sarah as ernest p world
0: oh god that sounds like it would happen (laughs) unfortunately how do you feel about rimshot was he in all of the movies I don't think so because I didn't remember him I'm watching this and I'm like like, wait a minute Ernest has a dog named rimshot because
1: I remember like the like evil Ernest is like very mean to the dog (laughs) because there was a doppelganger Ernest in
0: that one um And at first, I'm hearing Ernest, and he's like, come on, rimshot! And I'm like, wait, what did he say? (laughs) But, you know, it's nice that he has a little dog. There's, I mean... What just
1: happened to Ernest?
0: He got cut in half, you know.
1: Yeah, because it is cut away. He was setting up a... Yeah, he's fine now, okay. Giant bear trap. Yeah, he was setting up a a man trap. And then... Well, a troll trap, I guess. And then it looked like he got snapped in half, but... Cut to the next scene, and he's
0: he's okay. That's the magic of Ernest, you know. Yeah. He's essentially a cartoon character. I, you know, I, it's. I would like to see some new. I don't know. Well, you know what? Okay, you know what I was sa- saying earlier. Like, what's the modern day equivalent of Ernest? Yeah. What about like Tyler Perry, in his all all of his like Medea movies? Yes. Okay. Is that like the modern day equivalent of like the Ernest, where it's like Medea? There's a new one this year that was like what was it? Oh Boo Two? Boo Two, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Medea's haunted
1: Halloween. Right. I haven't seen any of the Medea movies and I, I heard horrible things about Boo and Boo Two is probably also horrible, but the poster for Boo Two is really nice. I really like that poster. Like it's kinda of like a throwback
0: to like old horror movie posters. But that's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, so it's like, you know, they can exist. I, I've i never seen any of the Medea movies. I, I don't want... To, should I see... I should see one, maybe? To, I mean, it's a
1: huge thing. To kind of know what it's all about. Don't they kind of tie into the whole, like... Like, all those movies, like, God's not dead and things. And, like, Heaven is for real, in a way. Like, oh,
0: I don't know. I don't really know anything about Medea. They've all got, like, super Christian morals to them. I just know that, you know, it's Tyler Perry doing, like, a character... Very much in line with, like, Ernest's uh, old woman in the neck brace character. That's what it feels like to me. He's just continuing the tradition of stealing acting roles away from starving
1: actresses. I'm confused by the character of the convenience store (laughs) cashier. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we're watching a scene right now where he just saw a troll, right? And then he takes out a gun. Mm -hmm. And then... The troll runs away because he's scared of milk, and then the cashier just passes out. But then later, when the kids go into the store, the cashier is just like... It's like that other scene never happened. He's just in full-on, like, hey, kids, get out of my store mode. Like, I feel like he would have had a different night
0: in reality. Yeah, where he wa- like he wakes up behind the uh, the counter of his of his store holding a shotgun holding a shotgun and being like what the fuck just happened <laughs> am i like tripping balls right now it's or like what? i thought i
1: was talking to ernest but then there was a troll oh wait that's like the doppelganger ernest kind of like ernest goes to jail Where it's like oh this is just like the evil version of ernest and he uh, he's like trying to molest me but i've got my shotgun And then there's more confusing adults here. We've got this scene where all the parents are complaining about their children being abducted. But then there's this asshole in a bee costume, and his complaint is, "My garbage hasn't been picked up in two days." It's like children are missing and probably dead.
0: Well, and it's like Halloween. Well, and it's like it's Halloween night and clearly he's celebrating because he's dressed up yeah he's in a fucking
1: costume so and like he
0: left a Halloween party to go complain about his garbage yeah at like, <laughs> at like, like it's like all the other parents were like we're
1: gonna go find out our missing children and he's like I'll come with you because I've got this other thing <laughs> that I want to <laughs> complain about and uh this is the perfect time to do that
0: <sighs> so what is it about milk that like <laughs> that that kills the trolls
1: well, it's uh, – what is uh, the thing that
0: Eartha Kit says? Something – It's like mother's kindness or
1: – Yeah, mother's kindness, like from a mother's nipple.
0: Yeah, it's weird because it's like – Because they say like, oh, it's like only like the love of – like mother's kindness can kill them. And it's like, oh, it's milk. Yeah, that's – But it's like <laughs> – it's like, <laughs> like, like, okay. So, yeah, like a mother's like breast milk can like kill the troll at I... – is so bizarre but any
1: very i mean not even just like plain but there's chocolate milk and then also ice cream yeah, yeah ice cream, and, ice and cream and yogurt
0: was... and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so it's like any like lactose or dairy product will do apparently yeah kids for free <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so he's got so ernest <laughs> literally has a dumpster that's labeled <coughs> kids for free <laughs> And there are screaming children inside of this dumpster. And there are screaming children inside. And he's feeling real good about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the father, who's like the sheriff or the police officer. You were saying that the bully uh before like, the bully has the worst performance in the movie but i i think it's this father he's pretty bad
1: it's not just that his character is ridiculous <laughs> but he has no real reason for doing anything that he does or saying anything that he says yeah,
0: and he says it with such little conviction that it's uh you know it's like an actor just giving up oh yeah for
1: sure like i guess you know you're paying me to say these lines i guess i'll say the lines but i'm not gonna try I like that this is one of those movies where, like, the kids are actually, like, kids, and they're acting like kids. It's not like, um... <laughs> they're not trying to, like, sexy them up or anything. <laughs>
0: you know? <laughs> Wait, no, I don't know. <laughs> what, no, like, what you, you mean, want... <laughs> like, they're you're glad that they're not trying to sexy up the kids?
1: Yeah, they're just, like, regular kids acting like, you know, innocent, naive children. hmm and there's not like I don't know. <laughs> this might be good. I mean, let's not talk about that. <laughs> let's not talk about sexy kids, please. <laughs> no, you know, there's like like shows like on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel where there's like there's kids, <laughs> <laughs> they're like sexying uh-huh. them up.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> You mean, like, they're, like, actually sexualizing them? Like, dressing them in, like, sexual clothes? Like, revealing clothes? Yeah, and I may like, be
1: speaking incorrectly.
0: Or like, act, <laughs> or, like, they're, like, trying to, like, make them more like adults?
1: Yeah, but I feel like that's actually, like, maybe the way kids are actually, like, acting now, but I feel like back then, like, when you looked at the way, like, kids were dressing,
2: mm. they
1: were like, oh, they're dressing like kids, but I feel like at some point after this film, the trend became, like, Oh, like, children are basically just dressing
0: like adults, but tiny adults. Right. Um, I, think, I, like, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, like, I think I know what you mean. They definitely... I mean, the, 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 you know, for everything that is kind of weird about this movie, it does... It Like I said before, it captures, like, a certain kind of, like... I don't know. When I was a kid, like, this is the kind of, like, fantasy that I would have wanted to live. You know, the idea of, like, having, like, a really awesome, like, treehouse, and then, like... Fighting. Hanging out
1: with the garbage man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with the town garbage <laughs> man and his dog, and like you know, I don't know, saving saving the town from like an invading monster force. Like yeah, yeah. I I mean I always wanted like a really cool, like you know treehouse. Because I mean you look at this treehouse and it's like it's got like I don't know it's got this really cool intricate like uh, like uh, turret gun launcher thing and like all this kind of, all these really cool pulley systems and everything. Um, and I mean, yeah, Luke and I had a, had a tree house growing up, which was cool. And we had like, uh, we had like a bucket that you could, you know, had a pulley. You could like, you know, so you pee in it
2: and then no would we would it not to... be <laughs> oh
0: no you'd put just like stuff in the bucket and then like you know hoist it up to the top of the treehouse you know? so i always wanted
1: a treehouse i never had a treehouse i had like just trees i would go sit in but nothing <laughs> no like elaborate treehouse yeah we actually had
0: like two treehouses actually
1: oh well well we Good had for we you. had a tree <laughs> we had one that was actually
0: in a tree and then we had one that was like uh built next to the garage that was like it was like a dog house and then on top of the doghouse there was you could climb up a ladder and there was like a little platform. Which was pretty cool. That's I mean, thinking back, I'm like, that's pretty awesome of my dad to like do that, you know? To well, build like Well
1: my dad? Um, <laughs> he would build a snow forts.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 cool, but they, it's like, not as cool as my dad building would, a treehouse. He would I'm like carve
1: steps. Would he would carve steps into these yeah, huge yeah. like snow banks and he would like Burrow a hole in there, there'd be like a little slide, you'd pour water over it, so it'd be all icy. That's
0: cool, that's definitely cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, my dad would build snow forts, too, but <laughs> well. we'd, we'd build snowmans and, like, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. Snowmans? <laughs> snowmans. All right. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, none of the tree houses don't remain. Uh, the tree was actually, had to be cut down, which was unfortunate. Yeah, and snow the snow forts the, didn't last, either. And the garage was, like, you know, collapsed, but... But you know the closest thing that I ever had to like an Ernest style treehouse was uh, was the garage. Yeah, the Phelps garage was kind of like the the wish fulfillment of the treehouse, the kind of treehouse that you see in uh, in this movie. But it was well after childhood. It was you know after after we had graduated high school even. Um, but it was it was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, wh- however you choose it to define childhood. Sure.
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, now we're watching this uh this like uh this car chase sequence here. Which is uh it's a pretty nicely done sequence for for, you know, everything. There's some cool stunt work.
1: It's weird how the, the truck is still. Oh, never mind. All right, I was gonna say it's weird how the truck is still staying in the road, but rim shot steering. Yeah,
0: you see, you cut to a shot of the dog yeah. steering the the car, so you know that makes sense.
1: You know, watching this sequence where they're fighting on top of the truck or in the back of the truck, like I'm, cu- I, I would have liked to have seen John Cherry branch out from Earth <laughs> a little bit. Like I'm curious to know like what he could have done in just like a straight up like horror or action movie
0: i it's funny how ernest literally throws a rope at him at the troll and that's what throws him off of the the truck like he just throws a rope at him
1: well it's a very heavy rope
0: i guess so but the sequence kind of reminds me of um raiders of lost ark actually there's a the car the car chasing they should
1: put that on the poster (laughs) Like, Ernest Scared Stupid, it will remind
0: you it w- of Raiders <laughs> of the Lost There's Arc. one scene that kind of reminds me of Raiders of the Lost Ark. In Arc. the grand tradition of
1: Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: And this part reminds me of uh, Lake Nowhere, actually, where they reverse the the car. <laughs> they reverse the car, and then they hit the troll, boom! Yeah, it runs over him, and then they stop, which is... You know, basically what we did in Lake Nowhere.
1: So. Was this an influence? I mean, you said you watched this as a child.
0: Yeah, we we watched this movie uh, ten times before we made Lake Nowhere. Actually, okay. this was uh, one of the the, the prim- on a one a of loop the primary influences. Yeah, <laughs> the sequence was very uh, important to that movie.
1: See, I feel like that was actually a genuinely spooky moment. Where, you know, they back over the troll and Ernest is, like, looking around for a, a troll body and doesn't see him anywhere. And he's like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? I don't know. Watching this the other day at my house all alone.
0: <laughs> you were I legitimately was, Yeah, I was afraid. like, oh, shit, where is the troll? Where did the troll go? Where did he go? <sighs> so, okay, so... Uh, you now, as a, as an adult, does Ernest, do, do, are you able to sort of, like, go along with Ernest? Are you, like, or does he just completely annoy you? The way, just, like, him, the character himself, and the way that he acts, and the way that he, like, talks and does things, is it, like, uh, it, does it work for you? Do you like it? Do you enjoy it?
1: I'm not sure because in Ernest goes to camp, uh which you know that's that's the only one that I watched just like for the first time as an adult. I couldn't get into it at all, and I was like, I just wanted him to shut up right, but like I was fine rewatching this, but it might just be because I watched this as a child mm-hmm. um it might help though that this one there's no Vern in this one,
0: yeah, okay, now Vern was somebody that we never saw. It was like we always... The camera was Vern, right? Like He was, yeah. he was somebody that we'd always see from his POV. Because that's
1: how they would do the commercials. Like, like he
0: was talking to Vern. Yeah, so like Ernest would come up to the camera and be like, be hey, hey,
1: Vern, there's this product and I'm going to sell it to you. That's right. my Ernest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to sell it to you, Vern. Know what I mean, Vern? Know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like how there's this, like, in the background of a shot, there's, like, a girl dressed as a cat, and she leaves a bike next to the school before going into the um, the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And this is in the background. You don't even really notice it. Um, but then later, that bike right. is what Eartha Kitt okay, ends yep. up using. And it's like, oh, it's, like, because she was Catwoman. She took that cat girl's bike, and maybe they could have made more out of the out of it if they could have, like, had the...
0: Like uh, an, like when she's like, uh, maybe there was a deleted scene where she goes to take the bike and the cat girl is like, hey, this that bike's mine. And she's like, you know, I don't know. She has some sort of witty one-liner where she acknowledges that like, oh, I'm a cat woman too, you know.
1: Or they could have like just, if they had like the rights to the character of cat woman, they could have had the girl dressed as cat woman and not just a cat.
0: Right, yeah. So she like takes the bike and she's like, hey, nice costume, you know. It's like one of those like cheesy things.
1: Uh, but it's it's hard to tell from looking at this film they didn't have huge budgets for the Ernest movies <laughs> like i know it looks like a blockbuster <laughs> yeah. this scene is very
0: uh upsetting okay the the, the scene that specifically where where uh, eartha kit looks out of the window and sees this mother and this child having an argument yeah and then the child turns around and says <laughs> it's very dramatic I love you, mommy.
1: Yeah. And like, they were just like arguing and then, you know, they say they love each other and they hug and like Eartha kids watching it. And like on one level, like, Oh, that's how she gets like, Oh, unconditional love and all that stuff. And, but it's like this sad old woman who lives all alone in her like hoarder castle. (laughs) Like (laughs) she's just like watching this relationship that she's never had.
0: And, um, no, it's sad. This is a sad movie. Well, if we suppose that she is actually like 200 years old, maybe she has had relationships in the past. It's just, you know, that was just like 100 years ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then the drunk garbage man shows up and starts yelling about trolls. (laughs)
0: i mean from the perspective like if this movie if you cut out all of just like the Ernest alone by himself scenes and just sort of like saw it from just like the parents point of view (laughs) Ernest really is like the the creepy drunk garbage man who goes around like you know showing up around your kids
1: yeah i would gather the other parents together and like burn him alive in a boiler room (laughs) just (laughs) keep him away from my fucking children
0: yeah he is he is freddy krueger
1: Yeah, because he shows up at the Halloween party acting all drunk and stuff right and then, before the troll and then, flips out. And then
0: look, oh, the troll is there. Flip, yeah. Yeah, because the troll
1: is Ernest.
0: I think there's a Mister Jekyll or Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde thing going on here. <laughs> Ernest shows up drunk and is like, "Come here, kid. You're coming with me." <laughs> and the parents are like, "No, Ernest, what the fuck?" I mean, we've already seen, we've already established in this movie that, like, (laughs) Ernest has multiple personalities. Yeah. Where we're seeing flashes of him dressed as, like, Genghis Khan, of him dressed as, the troll is just totally one of them. And when he's battling the troll, it's just his internal struggle against the, you know, the depraved beast inside of him that preys upon children.
1: I need to find out what Miak is.
0: Okay, yeah. So Eartha Kitt has a book, and in it, it says the only way to destroy the troll is by this substance known as uh, well. It's supposed to say milk, but the L is uh, is like erased off the page, and so Ernest thinks it's miak. And so then he shows up, and he has this jar of miak, but we never see what's actually inside the jar. So, so what the hell is (laughs) miak? Well, according to Wikipedia, Miak is the
1: United Liberal National Party, uh, which is known by its Armenian initials, M I A K. Miak. Um, I I don't think that's what's in that jar, though. Yeah, I really I really don't know. Um, could they have just made it up for this movie? I feel like that's that's not like Ernest. That's not like an Ernest movie. They're usually pretty accurate about these things.
0: Yeah, Ernest is pretty grounded in real life, so I feel like MIAC has to be something real.
1: Okay, it's also methyl methyl isoamyl ketone. Okay, there you go. Which, I use methyl ethyl ketone, like, every day. Um, this I, looks like that. High solvent activity, slow evaporation rate. Hmm. So what is, what is it used for? Uh, it's a very good solvent for high solids coatings. <laughs>
0: Okay, I don't know, but so we'll I, go with that. That's, when when, you that's type what he in, has. So he has a jar of that stuff.
1: If you're typing in Google and you type Miyak and then space, it automatically says miak Ernest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so people have been wondering what what Miyak is. Yeah,
1: okay, well, Urban Dictionary. All right, Urban Dictionary says it's a rare, slightly and slightly antiquated beverage generally produced in Bulgaria, which may or may not be <laughs> fictional. Miak's <laughs> <laughs> first mainstream appearance was in the film... Ernest scared stupid
0: okay, so there so people are still it's the, the debate is still out of whether or not Miak is actually real,
1: yeah, and there's a quote here, I bet you thought I couldn't find Miak this time of year, <laughs> so the film <laughs> I mean, <that's>, also <laughs> implies that Miak is seasonal, okay, and it would be difficult to find it uh come Halloween time, <laughs> so there's like this whole yeah.
0: Yeah, see, so if you imagine the, the, the parents just talking about Ernest here, like, that thing's got my son. We've got to kill it.
2: <laughs>
1: Is there a sheik there? This guy dresses as a sheik. There's an interesting lesson that Eartha Kit just taught that child, like his, his like police officer father just told him to do something, and she's like, "No, no, no. <laughs> there, you got to do what you know is right, no matter what anybody says, which I feel like that's dangerous to say to it. Was he like 11? Like, how old is that kid supposed to be?
0: I don't know, Yeah, probably like yeah, 11 is 11 or 12 is probably about right? So here we have,
1: like, these, these new kids that we don't... We know the one guy dressed as Dracula because he's, like, the little bully guy. Or one of the two bullies. And his brother has now been turned into wood <laughs> by the troll. <laughs> uh, and then there's, like, these two other kids. And now they're part of, like, the good guy gang of this. The Losers Club, I guess. This is a dark
2: movie.
1: <laughs> I like that the pods kind of remind me of um like the the eggs in Gremlins too.
0: There is definitely kind of a Gremlins vibe when these uh, pods are like hatching and stuff. <laughs> 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 no, no Ew no, I can't do it
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Another advantage
0: of being a wooden dog Another <laughs> Alright, well um... This is a good movie <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, watching this, I feel like it kind of falls in with the whole, like, gremlins, ghoulies, critters, troll, hobgoblins.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, Lepre- I mean, a leprechaun, kind of, but... I, yeah, except it's, it's
1: the size of the size of the trolls in this movie are basically the only thing that keeps it from being
0: part of that group. Yeah, because, yeah. How big is the troll supposed to be? The troll is, like... He's he's roughly
1: Ernest's size. <laughs> it's strange when he throws them into wood figures because, like, the kid in the pit, like, uh, he reaches down when he picks him up, he
0: can hold the he's, figure in his hand. Yeah, he's tiny. Like, a, you know, I don't know, like six inches or so. I remember as a child, I always got the impression that the troll was a giant. Until,
2: like, uh, you actually see him on scale.
0: When mm, that makes sense, the, yeah, yeah, because... Yeah, because yeah, when, when you see... In the early scenes, when you see the troll just by himself... And the only reference is these wooden figurines. You could surmise that those wooden figures are actually life-size and that the troll is this giant. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. (laughs) If it was just this giant troll perusing, you know, walking through the town.
1: But no, they make him roughly the same size as Ernest because it's Ernest.
0: And now all these other trolls come out of the ground.
1: These refurbished killer clown costumes. Which I don't have anything to back that up. This is my theory. Well, you know, when when it happened
0: in the movie, I was kind of thinking, like... I mean, they, uh, they essentially, like, spend all this money to make, like, you know, 20 different troll costumes. And we barely see them. And, you know, they kind of show up at the end of the movie. I would think that they would, you know, want to use them more. But if they are just refurbished from killer clowns from outer space and there are a couple in there where i'm like okay that one definitely looks like a killer clown from outer space so it yeah. makes sense that they're just using those same costumes and just like
1: <laughs> um. yeah i forgot
0: yeah, so I don't know. I mean, um, do you have anything else to say about this movie? I definitely do. I forgot what it was.
1: <laughs> oh, I think a missed opportunity with this movie. There's there's a lot of missed opportunities with this movie. But one definitely is they make such a big deal out of, like, oh, the the pods can't touch the ground. And he's, like, as they're falling, he's trying to catch them to keep them from hitting the ground. And then we see him, like, kind of miss a couple but, like, catch some, and then it cuts to the ground, and you see one, like, bounce off the ground, but there's already, like, one or two there, so it's, like, if that was supposed to be such a big thing, shouldn't they have shown us the moment when the first one hit the ground?
0: I I just... He also, he had, like, four in his arms, and then he dropped them to
2: catch them. yeah, Yeah, he
0: just drops them all, yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah it's uh. so wait did we already see this scene
1: yeah they rewound it because for some reason it played in fast forward
0: oh okay yeah I gotcha
1: yeah so this cashier he knows about the troll he saw it he pulled his gun out and scared the hell out of Ernest, and then passed out
0: and then he woke up and all these kids are r- running through a store in bikes
1: yeah does he think that they're like more of the problem like ah oh, first this troll now these kids stealing all my dairy well i mean i don't know it seems like the like the kids are very eager to tell everybody else that there's trolls they but, could have at least told the guy they're
2: but they don't the just from. but they
0: don't tell the one guy who actually saw the troll yeah
1: he would have been like oh my god you saw you know how to stop it milk <laughs> here kids take all the milk you can in fact i'll drive you out to the woods with all this milk That's what Ernest would do. Come on, kids, into the car.
0: (laughs) We're going out to the woods. Yeah, and then at the end here, all the trolls are attacking the adults, and it's, uh... Kind of falls apart a little bit. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'd say. It's kind of just like, oh, the trolls are really spooky, and we're just going to run away from them. They're not really doing a whole lot to uh, to menace them.
1: The actress playing the main kid's mom is very attractive. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> She's in, in, like, that early 90s, like kinda of like yuppie way, I don't know. No? <laughs> yeah, <I> don't know. <laughs> now with <laughs> I it's all the parents
2: showed up, right? It's all... It's
1: all the now they're not they don't kill anybody in this and nor do they turn any of the there's the devil from the Mexican Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> yeah pitch there. Um... Yeah. <laughs>
1: they're not killing any of these adults and they're also not turning them into wood but they are attacking them so what do you think they're doing
0: they're just shoving them around a little bit you know they're just like well they're they
1: pulled that one woman out of the ground a few of them
0: they're just dragging them across the ground yeah like
1: is there a destination they're dragging them to or they're just dragging to drag? The little guy reminds me of Joel a little bit the little guy reminds you of Joel yeah the little guy that doesn't talk
0: so as this movie winds down is there any uh, <laughs> any final thoughts on our escape stupid
1: <sighs> I kind of I just want to keep watching it like over and over. It's such a great movie. Okay, not trolls He has people to thank. The random cutaways to Ernest as a child. Yeah, which it's, well, weird. it is. It's very one cutaway weird.
0: they repeat. Yeah. Um. It's it feels like it's a joke that they that they the, the filmmakers thought was really funny, but I don't think it's funny. At okay, all. <laughs> see,
1: that's like the one moment where I actually like laughed out loud watching it
0: the other day. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I I just thought it was kinda and weird. It kind of awkward. It kind it
1: reminds me of um like in Annie Hall. when which you know, like this movie reminds me of Raiders of the Lost Ark in Annie Hall.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, put that on the When poster.
1: it like cuts back and like uh they're like they're talking like the teacher's talking about like Albie Singer as a
0: child and it shows him I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so you know, Ernest uh for anybody maybe listening who grew up with Ernest and maybe, you know, hasn't watched any of his stuff, I feel like, you know, watching Ernest Scared Stupid today, it definitely, it it doesn't ruin, like, the nostalgic feeling I have for the movie. Even though it's like, okay, yeah, it's, you know, it's not exactly what I remember it as. Because I remembered it being, like, actually, like, a lot better than this. <laughs> than this. Yeah. But it's not, like, um, it's not, like, a complete disaster, you know. Whereas like sometimes you'll go back and watch like a kids uh, like a, a movie that you loved as a child and realize like oh it actually like really sucks the sandlot is a piece of shit
1: i don't care what anybody says i tried watching that as an adult and it just was painful how bad that
0: movie sucked okay so that was one i haven't seen that in like a wicked long time but i remember loving it
1: yeah i loved it as a kid
0: so, I don't know, this is one that, you know, you might, you could maybe return to, and it's not gonna... Okay, I like this little gag here, where, like, the, the troll eats the bullets, and then another one's whacking him in the back of the head, and he's, like, shooting bullets out of his mouth. Like, that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> now, did you watch Hocus Pocus growing up?
0: Not really. That was, I I mean, I think it was, like, we rented it once, maybe, but, like, I don't, I don't remember watching it over and over again.
1: Yeah, that's, I feel like there's a lot of people like who like i grew up with who like have very fond memories of the movie Hocus Pocus. I w- I think i watched it once all the way through as
0: a kid and then i don't really yeah it was kind of just like oh
1: okay. But like i feel like this might be like my Hocus Pocus sort of like this movie was to me as like that movie was to like their childhood sort of like
0: Yeah i love uh, it's cool that they have like super soakers and they're like legitimate real OG super soakers, you know.
1: But don't ever put milk in a super soaker.
0: Yeah, you'll never be able to wash it out properly. Yeah, you
1: can't even put, like, Mountain Dew in a super soaker. It just fucks it up completely. <laughs> so milk. No, don't put milk in anything. It ruins everything. What are they going to do to this little girl? <laughs> they already had the... They needed a certain amount of wooden dolls to bring them back, right? Yeah, five. And they have them. Mm-hmm. So what were they going to do to that little girl?
0: <laughs> they You know, they're just going to grab her and uh, pull her away. Okay. And who knows what happens after that. So this whole, like, last, like, climactic battle
1: is basically like, oh my god, all these trolls are dragging people
2: back and forth,
1: and they're just gonna keep dragging people back and forth (laughs) until Ernest conquers them. And they're gonna push them, and they're gonna grab them, and they're gonna drag them. The way that the trolls get destroyed is, um, uh... It's a little He's like the so uh, when the clowns die in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and they spin around. Like this, and stuff. that troll looks like
0: Killer Clowns from Outer yeah,
1: Space. Yes, so there's this one with the big nose and like a like a kind of a big like tall head. And there was like a really fat one that reminded me of like the really fat cl- clown in Killer Clowns. The first one we see drink from Cotton Candy Cocoon. Yeah. And these scenes where like the the main troll is like in like under the tree,
0: and he's like,
2: make me strong. They
1: remind me a little bit of Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, which came out the same year. Like when it shows Jason like underground, uh-huh. like at the end he's being like dragged down. It's weird to think of like what else, like what other like horror movies were going on like in 1991. anyway i um yeah it's like what is it Ernest scared stupid jason goes to hell silence of the lamps There's like the three big great great year in horror horror, yes uh (laughs)
0: 1991 yeah twin peaks was was on tv yeah (laughs)
1: Ernest is never really in a hurry to do anything (laughs) would you have watched a movie that was just like one of these other characters like as the main character like instead of Ernest? right instead
0: of Ernest, like it's like like, here's
1: this old lady with a neck brace and here's her and there's an entire movie about her old lady with the neck brace goes to africa
0: yeah, I don't think and. so. I mean, like that. I mean, that's what Medea is essentially, and I'm not yeah. really interested in seeing those. So,
1: Medea goes to Africa.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's that's coming. <laughs> you know,
1: I want to like. There's there's plenty of like ways to find out like what like film critics at the time thought of this movie. They weren't very fond of it. For the most part. Um, yeah, what did Roger Ebert but... <laughs> and Gene Siskel think about this movie? Uh, this one was not reviewed by them. <laughs> um, but, like, I'm curious what, like, people who did, like, horror stuff thought of this. Like, do you think, like, Clive Barker
0: saw this movie? Clive Barker? <laughs> like, <laughs> Stephen King or George Romero or... I would highly... <laughs> I would be surprised if any of them took the time to see this i mean it's you know i think the only people who would be interested in this movie at the time would be like kids you know and the only people interested in it today would be people who grew up with this movie i don't think there's much of appeal outside of that
1: i'm gonna show it to my nephew
0: yeah i mean if i if i had a kid that i could show it to i'd I'd show it and and you know and wonder what okay here okay ernest is dressed in this like plaid thing i mean he looks like charlene from chuby right i mean like
1: Now for the people listening is that on YouTube? They can check that out. No, it's not on YouTube. Oh man.
0: Yeah, Chupi's not available to to watch online. It will be. <laughs> but Chupi w- was a movie that we made back in like 1989 with a uh, a friend Jeff Hayes as this character Charlene who in some ways is kind of like a, uh, you know, in the in the in the tradition of like an earnest like character. Better. But um yeah he's on
1: the Ernest P world spectrum. <laughs> he's on
0: the earnest P world spectrum. <laughs> where it's like, you know, he's he's like a living cartoon character is what I'm getting at, you know. He's like a he's like a, you know. He feels like he's living in that cartoon world.
1: Ooh, this is scary.
0: Yeah, the uh, the troll's transformation at the end when he yeah, he kind of like he goes into like you know super troll mode. It's like Uber Jason and Jason X, or uh, Super Shredder in uh, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two.
1: Which you say as a guy dressed as a Ninja Turtle? Well, not a, there's no there's no sign that he's a Ninja Turtle. But he's, he's just a, a guy turtle. dressed as but, a I turtle. But I mean, like, come
0: on. He looks. He's wearing like it's basically a Ninja Turtle's costume. Yeah. He's yeah, this is like a, the like the inside of disorder. his psyche, and yeah, yeah, he's got a disorder. It's, yeah, it's, it's like really weird. This whole movie is the battle for Ernest's soul because the troll, the troll is troll. one of those personalities, and it's just like he he is battling against his impulses to uh, do these horrible things to these kids.
1: Right. Well, are they like? Are they all like that? Is <laughs> like Ernest goes to jail. So when Ernest goes to jail. There's like this like guy in prison who's he's on death row. They're gonna execute him but he switches places with Ernest because he looks exactly like Ernest. And right,
0: then... but but, it, but let's say that it is the same character. It's just the yeah. same guy who's just a, just one of his multiple personalities. Yeah, this this evil I think yeah, so and that's the first is that the first movie?
1: No, the first one's Ernest goes to camp.
0: Okay. So basically if we follow it it's like Ernest goes to camp and then he goes to jail, right? Jail's number 2?
1: Um or I don't remember if Jail came before Christmas or not. Okay. See, look at her. She's all wet and stuff. She's not attractive to you. I don't know why I say she's all <laughs> wet, but like, <laughs> like making some like someone wet doesn't necessarily make
0: them more attractive. <laughs> look at her. She's all wet. Oh, like she's mind. super hot, man. She's <laughs> like dripping with water. She's like this
1: old wet mom. Old wet moms. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oldwetmoms.com. Yeah. <laughs> going to see what happens which I <laughs> <in> my phone <laughs> <laughs> probably not a good idea <laughs> yeah the, the super troll he grows too strong for milk <laughs> even milk won't stop me <laughs> yeah, it's the mother's gift it's really weird man it's like even Mother's Gift can't stop me now. In, like, the, there's the kid trying to tell the adults
1: about it, and he's like,
0: you know, like the ice cream, like Mother's Cure. Yeah, is, Mother, yeah like I, like that. Cream, Mother's I like Cure. that. Oh, where he, yeah, where he's trying to explain it to the adults, and he's like, Mother's Gift, ice cream, Mother's Cure, or whatever. It's like really
1: weird. Uh, I've got some good news. Uh, www.oldwetmom.com is available. Okay. If anybody wants we that domain.
0: <laughs> and it should just be a fan site for the mother in Ernest, scared
2: stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I think her only other
0: like credits are like Ooh. other Ernest movies. <laughs> I really love this
2: character.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean the the, the prosthetics so and the costume oh. and the animatronics of this troll. I mean they spent clearly they spent all the money on this That's guy, on this and guy. it was I think it was well worth it because I mean the <laughs> troll does look really cool and like they you know he's. Uh, He's, you know, instantly recognizable. You see him and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the troll from uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. And he looks looks really cool. And, I mean, if you're a kid, I think he can be kind of creepy and scary, but...
1: The IMDb credits for this are very confusing. Like, if you're looking at the cast, because it's, like... there You've got, like, Mother... Daughter, parent, another parent, parent number one, <laughs> parent number two, and then like child number one, child number two, trolls, 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 trolls. like they're very. C- and then there's other people who are discredited as parents. So I have no idea who these parents are. I feel like more horror movies should resolve this way what with love yeah like <laughs> yeah. like you know you're watching like this slasher movie and you got like your final it's down to your final girl right and you're like oh okay she's either gonna die or she's gonna like kill the killer and get away but like what if she was just like no you just need to be loved
0: right and shows the killer compassion and kindness
1: and then they just dance around in the
0: woods (laughs) I like how bummed out all the parents are when they're watching Ernest (laughs) yeah because
1: it's just
0: (sighs) yeah he's he's embracing his dark side here by dancing around and everyone's like oh no
1: Oh, what's creepy is like I work with a child molester who was who's like from the south, and like he he once did an Ernest impression, (laughs) like he did the EU thing he does. Oh god! And it was it was very upsetting. And now that we're like talking about Ernest this way, it makes it more upsetting.
0: So at the end here, Ernest, uh, you know, he he kisses the troll, shows him love, and he disappears. And now all the town embraces Ernest as a true hero.
1: And all the wooden children come back to life. I want to know what their experiences were as wood. (laughs) (laughs) Like, were they on another plane of existence or something? Or, like, were they just, like... Like no time passed,
0: right? Like they were just kind of. Was it just like you were asleep, or
1: especially the kids who were wood for like a hundred years?
0: Yeah, these there are these kids who yeah who were who were wooden figures for like a hundred years. Look at that hot
1: wet mom, right? <laughs> I mean, it's all yeah. She's not bad. She's not bad. Slimey. Yeah, slimymom.com. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: She's a smilf, a, sw- a slimy mama. Yeah, never mind. Uh, I'm gonna do another domain search. No.
0: <laughs> okay, so now here are these kids who just were awoken from wood after a hundred years, and she re- and they recognize Eartha Kitt as her sister. Well, there's the two
1: african-american children and then there's these two white children and they're just kind of there too
0: but now it's like but okay now like a, at least 100 years have gone by what what is life like for them now like do they they have to be enrolled in modern day school like what what happens to those kids and ernest is sad because he has no one this is really when it reminds me of Chupee. Yeah, me- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what ha- watch that's what happens right now Where he's like he's like he's sad because he's like there's no like there's nobody in this tree for me cuz all the parents are reunited with their kids. Oh my God. <gasps> <laughs> and then at the end he's like Ch- Chupee! And then the dog comes running up and he grabs him and he's like Chupee! And then Enya plays and it's like the end of Chupee. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I-
0: I I think Chupi is a bit more original and uh emotional. Well, you're going to emotional, yeah. you're gonna have to you're going to upload that and let the public decide. And this is the last shot of Eartha Kit giving this expression that I don't quite understand what it is, but she kind of looks down. And yeah, then like, Wait, you
2: used that for your last.
0: Yeah, she's like, mm, "Okay, whatever." And she shrugs it off and says, "All right, end the movie." So that's Ernest scared stupid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't know uh,
0: I don't know how this turned out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this episode sounds like, but um, it was fun. I had a good time watching it uh, here. And, uh,
1: yeah, it was a good time. I didn't
0: mean to interrupt at all. No, it's good. It's fine. I love uh, that Joel had to interrupt to say he didn't want to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, he's like, I had a very traumatic <laughs> experience. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> he fell asleep a long time ago. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's been out, so...
1: Now, I wonder if the the Apprentice editor, Josh Q. Cherry, is related to John R. Cherry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, this brings back a lot of really bad memories for me. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe Joel has, uh, you know, there's more to Joel's story than we know. So, okay. What are we talking about next week, Tim? Next week? Well. Or next episode. Cause yeah. It's not ne- gonna be exactly we're taking a, week,
1: but... a little break. Not like that last break that lasted like two years. <laughs> 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 we're just going to take like a week off. Um, we're going to be talking about um, Laudila Or The Beyond. <laughs> this That's, is uh,
0: it. Lucio Fulci's The Beyond.
1: Yeah, cuz we are going to be uh well uh, on Halloween night, Max and I are going to be going to Proctor's in Connected and we're going to be watching The Composer's Cut of <laughs> Lucio Fulci's The Beyond. Yeah, you've
0: heard of director's cuts, versions of uh, of movies where the director has final say in what the movie what the what the edit is. This or is producer's the... cuts like Halloween 6? Yeah, this is the composer's cut. Yeah. This is what the what the what the what the person who made the score thinks the movie should be edited like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna be watching it with with um okay. Fabio Frizi He's gonna be there.
0: Who's the composer.
1: Yeah. And he's gonna he's got this little group. He's got special thanks to Duckhead.
0: Special we thanks are. to Duckhead, okay. Yeah. In the credits there it says special thanks to Duckhead. Okay. When when I saw it on her collar, I I totally <laughs> thought it said Dickhead, and I'm like, what are they putting in this movie here? I saw Converse and Bugle Boy as well. Oh Bugle Boy. Yeah, that and oh, nothing says nineties yeah. like Bugle Boy. Or <laughs> So okay, we'll be watching uh, oh, yeah. um, Lucio Fulci's *The Beyond*. We're gonna be seeing it live, or are played live with a uh, live musical accompaniment. Yeah, by the and
1: um, and they're gonna be showing a short film directed by uh, Scooter McRae that Fritzi also did the music for. Um, and you know, we're gonna be talking about that experience, and also we're gonna be talking about the film itself, *The Beyond*. Um. Yeah. Which uh, that'll, that'll be our second Fulci film. We talk about more okay. the rock. Okay. Should I
0: play. see the Beyond the regular version yes. of it before seeing the composer's cut? Yes. Okay. So I'll have to watch that before Halloween.
1: Yeah. So. I uh, I just picked up the the Blu-ray a couple weeks ago. We can we should watch that together sometime.
0: Okay. Cool. So um, you're probably listening to this r- hopefully around Halloween time when 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 this comes out. So. Uh, Happy Halloween, everybody out there. And uh, we'll be back next episode with The Beyond. So thank you for joining us. I don't like Halloween. What?
1: I've said this before. but just, You don't like Halloween. Just, okay. I actually had a story that I forgot to tell. <laughs> it's a quick one. Okay. okay. The last time that I ever went trick-or-treating... Uh, It was, like, a last-minute thing. People invited me to go with them. Like, I went over to these people's house for, like, a party. And they were like, oh, by the way, we're going trick-or-treating. So I didn't have a costume. So they handed me an Ernest mask. An Ernest P. Worrell mask. An Ernest P. Worrell mask. And they said, well, you can wear this and you can be Ernest. And I was like, I don't want to be (laughs) Ernest. And I was like, I don't want to. It's weird to put on a mask of, like, a character. Like, if I make a mask, that would be cool. Or, like... It's weird to be Ernest. So I tried to be all clever, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to take this spear. I don't know why there was a spear. There was a spear there. And I put the mask on the spear. So it was like you killed Ernest. Yeah, and I said I was Vern. Like Vern got sick of Ernest and finally killed him. And we went to a few houses, and people were just upset with me. They were just like this lazy kid, can't even put a mask on. and say that's his costume i had to like, explain it like i'm verne i killed ernest and they is, it, were just is like, it more
0: lazy to just put the mask on or is it less lazy i feel like it's it, it's it's more lazy to just throw a mask on and not think about it
1: i that's how i felt i feel like the people giving out the candy that night felt the opposite way i
0: uh i don't know that
1: was my last trick-or-treating experience and um and good riddance. <laughs> and that
0: was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. We'll talk to you again next episode. So thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Talking Movies. I'm Max. I'm Tim. And I we will see you next time. <laughs> Don't know what that was. All
1: right. Hey next. Time. <laughs>